Good morning. I'm Anna Marie, and it's time again for Focus. Now, things are starting to open back up. Things have been open that we didn't know about, so we're going to start finding out some of those in the next few weeks. This week, we've got Heather Gallagher from Warner Park Nature Center. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So let's just start with the basics. What's going on at Warner Park Nature Center right now? Holy cow. We are (laughs) so excited to welcome people for in-person programs again at the Nature Center. And in fact, the Nature Center is back to in-person hikes and programs. And we are just loving being around people again, socially distanced, of course, with masks, but also people enjoying the parks on their own and enjoying some of the programs such as the City Nature Challenge, which is coming up very soon. So check that out at Pound City Challenge um, Nashville. <laughs> Pound City Nature Challenge Nashville. What was that? <laughs> okay, I, I do have to tell you about this because this is super cool. One of the questions that, that you guys asked me is how can people get out and explore nature on their own in their backyard or possibly even at Warner Parks or Beeman Park? Yes. So this is super cool. Everybody has a smartphone now. Mm -hmm. You go out and you take a picture of a wildflower, of a snake, of a skink, and then you go to iNaturalist.com and you upload that picture and it will identify it for you. But even more important than that, it contributes to an international biodiversity study that is peaking at the end of April, beginning of May. So... If this has already happened for you, you can go back and look at the results for Nashville. We are in competition with cities like Austin and Raleigh to be the city with the most uploads and identifications. Warner Park has its own study going on, and that'll take place April 29th through May the 4th. But you can do this anywhere in Nashville and even in your own backyard. Anytime. Anytime. And this is what's even cooler. Last year during the pandemic, when we were all stuck at home, we had 16,000 people participate in this just in Nashville. And I bet more would have if they had known about it or thought about it. And we are getting information out on Facebook. Again, Mm -hmm. you can just... Pound City Nature Challenge Nashville, and this is a partnership between Metro Parks Nature Center and the Cumberland River Compact. So you can visit any of these Facebook pages, any Mm -hmm. of these websites, and get more information, and it's free, and you can do it with your kids. All you have to know how to do is take a picture. So when you got here to the radio station, I I pulled in. You got here before I did. I pulled in and I saw some lady out walking in our field near the station looking at the ground. You were what were you doing? Well, I was actually looking for four-leaf clovers, but Anna Marie, that's what's so wonderful about a space like a mowed yard. You look at it and you say, oh, that's grass and oh, that's clover. But I found field matter. I found two different types of violets. I mean, that little mode area outside the radio station is just buzzing with life. Literally, you've got bumblebees and honeybees and some cowbirds messing around out there, too. Why did you say cowbirds like that? Are they troublemakers? No, they were just very interested in each other. Oh, messing around, messing around. <laughs> so is this the time of year for birds to be it all is. in love? And It is. And it's, oh, this is so exciting. So this morning at the Warner Park Nature Center, we observe, first of all, our first hummingbird. So if you don't have your feeders out, 
tax day, April 15th, that is prime time to have your feeders out. Get your your honeysuckle out, whatever it is that that you use to draw in hummingbirds to your habitat. We also watched our purple martins, Mm -hmm. which have been back in Nashville for about a month. Now, this doesn't sound like it's very exciting, but these purple martins have returned to Warner Parks. um, And of course, we'll be at the symphony this coming April. If you remember, they congregated in the thousands at the symphony this past August. Oh, Um, and they're going to hang out there um, before they fly all the way to South America and then fly all the way back to Tennessee, sometimes coming back to the exact breeding space. Uh, Purple Martins. Oh, I'll tell you how you know this. They are the ones that live in the houses. Yes. The houses um, like at the boat dock. Uh, at the Nature Center, we have gourd racks. In addition to the Purple Martins, we had tree swallows. So if you're looking for a place to come have a picnic and really see some awesome birds, come to the Nature Center, 7311 Highway 100 over in Bellevue, and bring a picnic. And sit down and watch the birds. It's wonderful. And they are nesting. Is it free? Is there an admission to get in? Oh, my heavens. We are one of the the uh, four nature centers in Nashville. We have five interpretive sites located throughout the city, including Fort Negley Historic Interpretive Center. And part of the 15,000 acres of metro parks that belong to you. It doesn't cost you a dime to go in. We have 13 entrances to Warner Parks, so you don't have to go to the places where everyone else is parked. You can park over at Chickering Road. You can park over at Page Road. You can park at the Nature Center or at the Birch Reserve. (laughs) What is an interpretive site or interpretive center? Okay, so our job at the Nature Center is is kind of like kind of like a church. It is to connect people to creation. And maybe we do that through looking at the history of the land. I just had a cemetery tour virtually Mm -hmm. last week. So much fun. And, and very respectful, of yeah. course, as well. Or perhaps we're looking at the geology of the land. But I think what everybody's after right now are the wildflowers and trees and birds that are, as you said, popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was one of the things we could do at home was go to inaturalist.com and upload photos of things that we see in nature at our houses. Is there... A calendar of events that we can check out so we know what's coming up at Warner Park Nature Center so we don't miss the cemetery tours, so we don't miss something that's going on. Okay, you got two things you can do. You're going to love this. (laughs) It's WPNC.Nashville.gov for Warner Park Nature Center, just WPNC.Nashville.gov. One of the first things you're going to see is the spring schedule. Most of our programs you do have to register for because we are following um, the mayor's reopening plan. Okay, gotcha. So we want to keep our numbers to to 25. And then, I mean, think about it. For a bird hike or a wildflower hike, you don't want more than 15 people because it's kind of hard to see a buttercup (laughs) in a larger group. Um, And the buttercups are blooming right now. Um, The other thing that you can do if you've missed things like our cemetery tour is check out our YouTube channel. Oh. Just um, go to YouTube and put in Warner, W-A-R-N-E-R, Park Nature Center, and it pops right up. And we have everything from hummingbird programs last year to early spring wildflowers and, of course, the cemetery tour from this past week. Yes. Since you mentioned hummingbirds and the, the first you saw the first one at Warner Park Nature Center, what do people need to know about feeding hummingbirds and 
attracted to the house. Now, you are totally opening a can of worms there. Um, at Warner Park Nature Center, we do something um, that is that is really kind of unique. We actually trap and band hummingbirds. I think you and I have, mm-hmm. have actually talked about this before. Yes. Um, this time of year, you want to, if, if you want to observe and attract hummingbirds, uh, purchase a feeder that's going to be easy for you to maintain. Mm. Uh, fancy feeders are they're you know they're fantastic, but if you have to buy a special brush and do all this crazy stuff to keep it clean, yeah, then you're actually causing more problems for yourself because you're reason, probably not going to clean it that often. You're not, and that can cause some really serious diseases in birds, and that's not what you want. Yeah. I say flowers are the feeders you don't have to fill. And one of the easiest ones that you can get is coral honeysuckle. It is a native honeysuckle to Tennessee, which means when you put it in the ground, the only thing you have to do is give it something to do. You don't have to water it or give it special tea mixes or potting soil. You just stick it in the ground. I have it growing on my mailbox. I've got it growing on a trellis. But make sure you give it something to do, because what? if you don't, it will grow everywhere. So ha- give it something to climb on, basically. You got it. Okay. And if you don't want to go with the coral honeysuckle, think of tube-shaped flowers. Think of that hummingbird bill oh. and that really long tongue. So some fun things. Oh, my gosh, petunias, morning glories, stuff that you and I know and can purchase easily or grow easily. Mm-hmm. Those are wonderful things for hummingbirds. And it's really fun at the Nature Center in the fall. When the hummingbirds are in mass migrating, and you'll see one with a little bit of of white on the top of their heads, that's morning glory pollen when oh. they have been visiting the morning glory flowers. They put their little heads in there. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so that's good because I think a lot of people are crazy about hummingbirds. So it's just the fanatics. They're, she just mouthed, they are nuts. I love it. <laughs> and okay. hummingbirds are too. <laughs> What about other animals that come around our houses? Like I had a raccoon come eat off of my back porch last night. What about other wildlife? Is there something that we need to know, like if we find an injured animal or? That is a fantastic question. This time of year is baby squirrel and baby bird time. Oh, right. Please note that Nashville Nature Centers are not licensed wildlife rehabilitation center. But there are several in this area, and we most often steer people towards Walden's Puddle, P-U-D-D-L-E. You can Google that. When you call Walden's Puddle, they are going to be just so helpful. They actually know how to take care of injured and abandoned wildlife. Mm-hmm. And something else to keep in mind, um, if you if you do find a baby bird on the ground or a baby squirrel, the parents are going to take care of it. The parents are invested in that animal and they will take care of it. Just keep your dogs and cats inside and away from that animal until the parents are able to. To, to find it. So that doesn't mean if you find one by itself that it's just, it's doomed unless you save it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Great yeah. point. Now, as far as your raccoon, he's probably coming around because you have something on your back porch mm-hmm. that he's interested in. Cat food. There you go. And cat food, I'm sure is delicious to somebody. So <laughs> I would, um, I would kind of change my cat's feeding schedule so that you didn't have that food out nocturnally oh i see well will the cat food hurt him will it hurt a raccoon it's just make him fatter okay i'm okay with that then (laughs) okay so what about online things you mentioned uh being able to go online and find out what's going on at warner park nature center 
uh, what about for kids who maybe they can't get out yet? Or we got rainy days going. Can they go check out things online there? Oh, yes, we do. Oh, yes, we do. Okay, this is super cool. We have been um, working with an organization out of California called the Beatles Project. And moms and dads and homeschool parents, you really want to check this out. It's called Beatles, B as in boy, E-E-T-L-E-S, project.com. This is getting back to our roots. It is the way that you and I learn to explore nature outside by observation, documentation, and looking for patterns. Boom. That's exactly what Metro Schools is asking us to do with their standards. Yeah. So we have programs specifically designed um, on our YouTube channel for these age groups that you're talking about, these fourth and fifth graders. They're very short, just eight to 10 minutes. It has our naturalists on there and they're looking at different animals such as red spotted newts and encouraging children to make observations and make drawings and label things. And, oh, my gosh, this is everything that that we're being asked to do through Metro Standards right now. Great. Oh, that's fantastic. And it's on the Warner Park Nature Center YouTube. And kids love YouTube. Well, all of us do. We've learned how to do everything that we need to do in our lives through YouTube, it seems. Uh, What about, um, is there such? such a thing as like a starter kit to get out and enjoy nature more like are there things we need to get together like i guess bug spray or what would you say for parents who are going to go okay kids we're going to toss you out in the backyard and let you go me a magnifying glass okay a pad and some pencils i've i've noticed with with the children that we work with if they have a very special pad that is only used when we go on our nature journeys. Yes. And this is a actually a project that, that we work in tandem with Westmead Elementary School, Harpeth Valley um, Elementary School, Gower Elementary yeah. School out in our cluster um, to, to have the children have a special backpack with these very special tools in it. Um, a ruler. Oh. And, and there's nothing like having a smartphone so that you can take pictures of, of what you want to draw later, especially if something is fast and will not be still. Um, we like to use punch cups, little uh, clear punch cups that have a lid on them mm-hmm. or, or anything that you can a Rubbermaid container in your in your little backpack yeah. of, of tools so that. We can actually catch a cherry bug, which is a kind of millipede. We can we can put something inside of a container for a very short amount of time for observation. Yeah. Because it's not just looking at what does this animal look like on the outside, but behaviors. How much fun is that? Oh, wow. It does sound like fun. So a special little backpack if you got it, a little special pad. They can draw in. They can write in. They Some can take colored notes. pencils. Yeah. Um, just things that are only used for this one activity. Oh, that's so that's so much fun. You make me want to get back outside more than I do. Well, come on. We're taking volunteers on Saturday morning. Okay, so speaking we're of. the garden. So speaking of, uh, what what is what else is going on at Warner Park Nature Center? And then where do you need the help? Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, one thing that's very exciting that's just happened in the last three days, and I'm so glad you asked me about this, is that one of the 10 cemeteries has been completely restored. The Richard Cemetery over mm-hmm. on the Birch Reserve was just some, it was two stones laying on the ground and kind of a 
halfway rock wall around these these stones. And a graduate student came in and through lots and lots of digging, she found the will of one of these women from the 1850s. And so that cemetery has been completely restored. Lots of opportunities to volunteer to keep these sacred places uh, the the way that they have been restored. So, for example, the Rodriguez family has adopted the Richard Cemetery. They're going to go up there and weed eat and make sure that the stones are cleared with a paintbrush. Um, we have a Page Cemetery off of, of course, Page Road <laughs> going around <laughs> Percy Warner Park. Um, lots of opportunities like this to, to take care of sacred places. But in addition to that, mm-hmm. we have an amazing grounds. And I know that you've been there before. Um, filling and cleaning hummingbird feeders uh, twice a week or in August three or four times a week when it's so hot. That's good to point out. Yeah. That you need to do it that often. Yeah. Yeah. When that black mold starts to... Yeah, you got to get rid of it. Feeding the the seed birds every day, weeding the garden. Um, This afternoon, we will be transplanting tomatoes. Now, not into the garden yet. It's not time, but transplanting them from flats into um, individual pots so they can grow big and beautiful. What do you do with the things like the tomatoes that you raised? I knew you were going to ask that. Well, you set me up. Okay, (laughs) so Anna Marie, if you came to the Nature Center... And, of course, I didn't know who you were. You were just random park visitor. Mm-hmm. I would say, the garden is wonderful today. Why don't we go out and explore it ourselves? Mm-hmm. And I would take a knife with me, and we would cut some tomatoes and eat them right there on the spot. Mm. Our garden is completely organic, so no chemicals at all, no inoculations, no nothing. We can wash them off right there. Of course, I don't wash it. I just <laughs> eat it. I was going to say, you can tell I've already been working outside today. <laughs> so that's what we do is the, the produce is actually there for the general public to learn about organic gardening and to experience that actual taste that you get, which is very different from what you might have from a larger chain store. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, I remember taking a tomato straight off the vine. I like cherry tomatoes straight off the vine. Oh, my gosh, just, just heaven. Do you have classes about organic gardening? We do. And in fact, I have an FYI naturalist that's Find Your Inner Naturalist Tuesday class coming up in May. Mm -hmm. And that will be um, in cooperation with Jen Harmon from Metro Public Works in the composting program. And it is called The Dirt on Composting. Nice. I can't remember the exact date. Um, I can look that up later. You, but it is a Tuesday at 6 p.m., mm-hmm. um, 45 minutes long of presentation with questions along the way and very interactive and just lots of good information. Are there fees for those things like that? No. And then will it go up on YouTube later? You know it will. Yay, I like that. Um, in addition to that, we do have an organic gardening brochure that actually has been the, the same brochure for as long as I've worked at the Nature Center. And, and it gives just some basic information about household cleaning and how you can do that organically. But on the back is a diagram of how to make a compost pile. And I love it. <laughs> hold, hold that thought. If you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus. And our guest today is Heather Gallagher with Warner Park Nature Center. So give us uh, some ideas, like how to clean organically, and then tell us about the compost pile. Oh, 
Okay, now I can, you know there are people right now that are taking notes. No, I can do this all day. Okay, first of all, all of this information is located on our website at wpnc.nashville.gov. If you go over to the far left of that page, because it is really long, because it's the nashville.gov page, um, you want a page down to um, Warner Parks. And that will give a complete listing, not only of the organic brochure, but also um, all of our park inventory. So wildflowers and trees and animals. And it's just it's just so much fun. (laughs) Um, Let's see some things that you can do around the house besides uh, that are that are listed in that organic gardening and housekeeping brochure using vinegar. We all do this and you just don't think about it. I'm using something that is not harmful to my animals i'm doing something that's not harmful to my children Mm -hmm. and yeah you got to use a little bit more elbow grease but you're talking about something that is safe for the environment that is safe for your home so instead of buying a window cleaner with ammonia and things like that use vinegar and newspaper vinegar and newspaper yes well if people still have that i know what is this thing called newspaper i don't know um so, so that's a that's a really good idea oh Thinking about this time of year with your ants, mm-hmm. um, thinking about some other methods that you could use besides either putting out poisons or spraying for your ants. Mm-hmm. There are lots of suggestions in that organic gardening brochure. Like what? What would vinegar um, for ants? Or? Uh, no, there's a borax solution okay. that you can put out where you mix borax and sugar and water. It works. I also read somewhere, uh, and it might have been on the Warner Park Nature Center site, I also read somewhere that uh, ants often have to do with uh, having clutter and leaves and debris around your house. That when they're coming in a window somewhere, that when they're coming in, like in the kitchen, I used to have ants in the kitchen, and it's partly because I had a lot of leaf accumulation around the outside of my house. No, no, I don't <laughs> think you're crazy. I think that that's the, the pattern that you observed, mm-hmm. and no, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> So I would never say that you're crazy. So that's <laughs> I would never say and the way that. she looked at. Me. So what we were doing though was observing and seeing the patterns. What did you say that method is again? You observe, you look for patterns, you write it down, and all of that. Yeah, you document. Document. Yeah, like and that. that's something that that I think a lot of us did during the pandemic. I know I had my calendar over to the side and would notice what was going on in my yard. Every day. And isn't it so much fun? What did we do after we noticed it? We took a picture of it. Yeah. And put it on Facebook. Yep. And now this year, we're seeing our memories Mm -hmm. from the pandemic last year. I don't think I ever posted so much as I did in March, April, and May last year. But it's it's wonderful because now Facebook has its own kind of documentation Mm -hmm. of our observances. And I bet we saw things in our yards that we never had seen before. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it has a date stamp on it has helped me so much. Because now I look at it and I go, huh, the yard was a little ahead last year of where it is now i thought so and it's because i took a picture it's like everything was all full and bloomed out and now it's like uh it's kind of starting to squeak up a little bit i like that date stamp that does help because we're documenting yes okay good um so what else do we need to know about warner park nature center Warner Park Nature Center was established in 1973, so we're coming up on our 50th anniversary. Um, we we have so much planned to, to celebrate 50 years of free programs and uh, oh my gosh, I didn't we didn't even talk about the bird research program. Okay, we have an an amazing program that's been around since the 1930s. 
called BIRD, Bird Information Research and Data. It began with Amelia Lasky um, installing and observing bluebird boxes in Percy Warner Park all those years ago. And that bluebird research continues today. We already have nests. I already mentioned the Purple Martin Research Project, hummingbirds. Um, I could keep going. There's so many different research projects going on right now, just exclusively around birds. And that's kind of the signature thing um, that we do at the Nature Center is bird research. We are one of the few research sites in the southeast that people can just walk up and see bird banding research taking place right in front of them. Yeah. And we hope to do that this coming August with our hummingbird research. Unfortunately, we were unable to do that for the general public like we usually do this past year. Yeah. Hopefully in 2021, we will have our hummingbird celebration that we've had in the past, which draws in over a thousand people. And you will hear the heartbeat of a hummingbird uh, or feel it in your hands. I oh mean, that's gosh. that's what it's about. Yeah. That connection. Yeah. To, to, to creation. I yes. love how you worded that. You mentioned bluebirds and we're almost out of time, but I, I wanted to uh, have you give us a little information about that. I know very little about bluebirds, but I love seeing them. And so my friends gave me a bluebird house. It's on a pole in my backyard. The only things I know are my friends said you want to put it where they have an easy flyway, where they're not surrounded by trees, and that you want to keep cleaning the old nest out because they won't keep rebuilding in there. They won't use an old nest. So They might use an old nest, but think about everything that's been in that old nest. That's like not changing your sheets. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to... You want to, when they're finished with that clutch, when those babies leave, yeah. take that nest out, and then um, they will rebuild. And we have bluebird boxes in Warner Parks where the 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 parents have rebuilt three times. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that mother must be exhausted. <laughs> About how long does it take for that one little family to get the kids raised? And then out of the nest. Okay, here we go. The female lays three to seven light blue eggs, which she incubates for 13 to 17 days. That means she stays on them and keeps them warm. For close to three weeks. Yeah. Two to three weeks almost. Young chicks leave the nest 15 to 20 days after hatching. So we would call them fledglings. Both the male and the female feed the young insects. Bluebirds can live for six to 10 years, and that is something that we can totally back that up with our hard data from the Nature Center. Mm -hmm. If you want to read more about this, um, the Nature Center just published an article about uh, Tennessee bluebird research in Warner Parks. uh, That was Sandy Bivens in this month's uh, Migrant which is the newsletter of the Tennessee Ornithological Society. Okay. It's in there right now. Yay! And finally, the the absolute best resource to go to for Warner Park Nature Center, is it the Facebook page or the website? Website. And it is? WPNC.Nashville.gov. Okay. Anything I've neglected to ask that's important to add? Facebook page is going to give you what is going on today. Oh. If you're just looking at overall, where do I park, what are the hours, you know, what's going on, you know, with the schedule, then you want to go to that website. And it seems like when I went to the Facebook page, it also had the link to the .gov site, right? Yes. Okay. So so if I'm on Facebook, I can still start there. Yes, you and can. And get to everything Warner Park. Yes, Nature you Center. can. Okay. Thank you, Heather Gallagher.
Thank you, Anna Marie. It's been so great. (laughs) We'll put all the links and all the information on our Focus Facebook page. Thanks again to Heather Gallagher, Warner Park Nature Center. Make sure you join us again next week. I'm Anna Marie, and that's Focus.